Good evening. It's 7 o'clock, and welcome to our Sycamore Township trustee meeting for Thursday, August the 6th, 2020. Let the record show that all three trustees are present. And due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we are following the rules set down by our governor, and we're practicing social distancing. We have 10 people in the room. It's a maximum that we could have in this room. We had three options tonight. We could uh, invite the public in, maybe to stand in the hallway and do this, uh, or we could uh, eliminate the uh, residents from attending the meeting or uh, have them uh, remotely uh, be a participant in our meeting, and that's what we are doing this evening. Um, Tom Weedman has tonight's invocation, if we would rise, please. This evening is it's uh, uh, All Saints. This comes from All Saints Church. Heavenly Father, we praise you and give you thanks for the many blessings you have given us and the people of Sycamore Township. As we begin this meeting, we ask that you send us your Holy Spirit to enlighten and guide us as we discuss the business at hand. Help us follow the example of our Lord Jesus Christ as we make our decision. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now the pledge to the flag. Pledge to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Fiscal Officer Rob Porter, uh, bills, receipts. Yes, we had receipts of $479,690.25. Disbursements of $58,386.54. A complete listing of all receipts and disbursements is available in your packet. Motion to approve. Second. I, I do have a question. Oh, actually, we, we had about a million dollars in disbursements Tuesday also that we already approved. So these numbers are these, then? Uh, these are since. This is another run. Uh, we did not cover receipts then <laughs> on the other hand. So is that receipts from our last meeting prior to that? I, I, be, I believe this is just from this run too. Okay. I'd, uh, Ray, do you know what what, what what was the receipt amount again, Rob? It was uh, four hundred seventy nine thousand six hundred ninety and twenty five cents. Yeah, that that might be the combined. Like it was over a million in the last meeting. Oh, was then it, then yeah. But the receipts are fifty eight thousand three eighty six fifty four. Is that since Tuesday? No, no that's that the check. That's the check run. That's definitely since oh, Tuesday. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah, no, that's the check run. Lack of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Porter, we're going to call the roll. Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Present. Rob, anything else? Is that on, on, on what? The bills, receipts, oh, nothing no, else. Nothing that's else. It? No, that's it. Okay. Public comments. Uh, we are going to go into the public comment section now. Members of the public who requested a Zoom meeting invite will now be given the opportunity to participate remotely. We're going to follow the rules set down by a previous board. Uh, the time limit is four minutes. Uh, this is not a time for dialogue, not a question and answer period. We could answer your question when you are through or during the trustee comments. At any rate, if we do not answer your question, leave your contact information and somebody will get back to you. Administrator Ray Warwick and Skylar Miller have set this up. Gentlemen. 
Uh, yes, sir. Uh, first, uh, first member of the public to speak is Mr. Jay Janis. And let me get him on. Can you hear me? Uh, we can now, sir. You can hear me now? Yes. Okay. Thank you. A few thoughts for your considerations. Uh, with the present COVID-19 thinking further ahead, I would like all of you to think about the Luminaria, which to my knowledge is typically held on the first Saturday in December. And depending on what happens, is that definitely off now? Or would it change that you might limit it some as far as attendance? And if you decide to hold it, um, I would like to know if someone could eventually give me like, when's the drop dead deadline? Meaning when would the absolutely last day know that you would either have it or cancel it? Next item. Um, Recently, Jason Petty, the parks supervisor, I believe this past Tuesday at your workshop, uh, made a brief summary of some of our, the parks committee's recent um, activities. And one important thing that he omitted for, for reasons I'm not quite sure was the, uh, some of the priorities, it was a unanimous consensus for our interest to focus on the parks um, was the uh, Bechtold Park, which he uh, talked about, but also was the High Point Park. So we basically are the parks committee had um, we'd like to see equal um, concentrations we're going to try strive for this year as far as some of our our issues uh, the next issue in previous uh, meetings um, administrator warwick and the, some of the trustees had mentioned the current accounting software that the township has had just to sitting in to observe as a citizen at the first um, finance committee advisory committee meeting recently um, um, Trustee Warwick mentioned some of these issues and from my observation and listing it seemed like many of them are interested in um, speeding up upgrades whether it's a new computer or new soft grades also the adoption of a um, their administrator's recommendation for a specific type of accounting software system to be used in the township um, next would be the mask and as all of you are aware, there's been some controversy about some people in the in the township at public meetings wearing masks, some not. Uh, I think it's regardless of the, the, the person that puts some people in awkward positions as far as who's going to enforce it or not. Um, and I just want to bring the attention, the most recent ruling or directive from the Ohio Department of Health by the interim director, Lance D. Himes on July 23rd a six-page document first page facial covering mask except as provided herein all individuals in the state of ohio shall wear facial coverings at all times when a in any indoor location is not a residence of course there's some exceptions i think um and i was at the building uh last saturday during the day looked on the doors and to my knowledge and to my surprise there is nothing about uh, any indication of mask. I know earlier it was optional for people to come in, but now it's required statewide. I think it would be advisable to have something which I noticed on a sort of bus today. It said mask required for entry. I think you should have that on all the front doors of all the township buildings. I think you should also consider having that um, director's order nearby or not posted on the building because some of the people that I've been in talk in con uh, contact with um, and others that have contacted me, they seem kind of uneasy when they're at public meetings in Sycamore Township now when 
uh, some people are not wearing masks. I commend the township for making the mask available to all, and I hope you would give that due consideration. And for now, that concludes my uh, um, talk, and I appreciate your time. Thank you, Jay. All right, up next is uh, Ms. Kathy Kugler. And let me see if I can get her on. Kathy, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yep, we can now. Okay, thank you. All right, whenever you're ready. I would like to ask, what do I need to do other than kind of start speaking? Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Uh, good evening, everyone. Um, I would like to ask that we develop immediately uh, a separate budget for parks and recreation. Uh, our ability to accurately know what is being spent is completely related to an accurate accounting process. Uh, it's important that we are able to verify that expenses are allocated to the authorized purpose. Um, I would like to consider this being done as soon as possible so that if we want to develop plans for the future for our parks and for our recreation, we know what we have done in the past. Um, and I would also like that the budgets be separate for recreation and separate for parks as they really perform two different purposes and can be highly different in the cost, uh, the amount of uh, staff involved. Um, so that is what I'm asking tonight, um, and I would like to hear back from the trustees on this issue, uh, either right now or uh, in a, another public setting about developing a reliable and informative budget for parks and recreation that is transparent and easy for anyone to figure out how we are spending our money. And then we can make realistic plans for the future. So. Thank you. That's all I'm asking this evening. Thank you very much. Thank you, ma'am. Scott, are you have anyone, anyone else? Uh, that's all we had tonight. For anyone to figure out how we are spending our money. And then we can make realistic. Is that her or is it a replay? It's a replay. Uh, that's a replay. Okay. We're on a delay. No, We're on I, a delay. That's I, a delay. I, I wasn't recording, so that wasn't a replay. All right. I had a question for Mr. Oryx, and she did ask about the parks budget. Presently, there's not a line item for a parks budget, is there? No, because um, in the past, what has been done is identify a project and then hopefully get a lot of grant money to pull it off. Right, Tracy? That's the way we've kind of done it. Yes. And uh, what we've uh, said to the parks uh, committee at this point is, we know that the uh, playground equipment in Bechtold needs to be replaced. And we'd like to follow that same path. So if, if we can back it up with enough grant money, then we would put that package together. And uh, it would be great to have the Parks Committee help us in the selection of the type of playground equipment that we're going to use. So that's kind of where we're at. And obviously, we're, we're we're talking about how to approach the 2021 budget already, and uh, uh, that would be a time uh, 
for us to to look at and propose to you uh, uh, another line item for parks things that that I think Kathy's talking about but we don't have one for this year but we do need to move ahead with the Bechtold playground okay. but that we that would be a, what, a spring installation right best I mean the way we've done in the past we've always had a line item for special events mm -hmm. such as the festival luminaria the things that we pretty much knew what mm -hmm. the cost were going to be from previous years mm -hmm. and we don't have that this year because we weren't having a festival uh, then we have a parks and Re uh, parks budget that takes care of the grass and uh, any repairs that we have to mm -hmm. do but as far as new programs or new things that we're going to add into the parks we do not have a line item for that okay and that's like grace said, that's something that we would like to we're looking into grants right now okay good yeah. and those are things we can discuss as ray said as we move into the budgeting process you brought up luminaria also mr janice did i know that's many months out but the year is this uh eight year long year uh yeah. so far <laughs> is moving along despite the length it seems to be taking um has there been any planning yet for what we might do for luminaria this year and any changes we might need to make like not a, yet there hasn't been yeah i'm thinking uh, wagon rides may be out i think they may be out uh, you know if we're gonna have to wait and see what happens get a little closer see what what's going on what the governor says but as of right now obviously we would not be having wagon rides if mm -hmm. if things continue the way they are right now mm -hmm. You know, it's, it would even be hard to have anything at the shelter. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it would be hard to, yeah, with as many people as we get, to have social distancing. Yeah, we could still everybody can still wear a mask. Mm -hmm. but we could have coordinated neighborhood events, at least, where people do yes. place things out and drive around and observe. Drive around rather yeah. than have a, a wagon. Yeah. Okay. Not on our agenda this evening, but I want to make sure that our department heads, uh, if they have anything to report, uh, can report and first up would be uh, the sheriff report items uh, lieutenant Mike uh, Tarr do you have anything for us tonight nothing new we're remaining on our limited response due to COVID um, I think Captain Smith covered that last time but it remains the same um, we're, that's going pretty well I think we've had it's been pretty well received people understand um, and then I'll have waiting on the last reports and we'll get the stats out soon Looks like Hamilton County's doing pretty good, down from uh, level three to a level two today. Well, that's good news. Uh, EMS Fire Department, uh, Chief, you normally would be up at this time. Rob Penny. Um, these masks, we received a pretty big case. I'm not going to count them. I'm imagining there's probably 200, 300 of them that we received from uh, workers' comp. That was uh, nice for them to send those out to us. And um, this morning we received two extra cases of quarantined at home um, for the residents in the township. And then uh, there was two cases released, so we're kind of breaking even here. And then um, two days ago, I received the AED that we purchased. So by the next meeting, they'll be hanging right there on the wall. Perfect. <clears throat> and it is designed to the Wi-Fi that um, if it, it sends me reports on battery usage, battery replacement, pad replacement, and if it gets used, what the code status was as far as how it, uh, how it read the heart. 
which is very nice because I get those for the 12 leads that the medics do in the field. Anytime, anytime they do a 12 lead and they transmit it to the ER, I get it also. And then I can look at it and use it for training purposes. Thanks, Chief. Uh, roads and uh, maintenance supervisor is Tracy Collins. Tracy, do you have any, uh, anything for us tonight? Nothing new since Tuesday, sir. All our projects continue to move forward. And Skyler Miller, we'll move over to him, uh, the head of our Sycamore Township Planning and Zoning Department. Yes, sir. Um, I, I could save it for announcement changes, but uh, due to um, the governor's recommended protocols for meetings, uh, our August 10th and August 17th um, public hearings for zoning cases are going to be moved to Zoom. So uh, we, are, we are updating our notices for that. Um, but both of those will be held virtually. That's all I have. And we'll move over to our law director, Mr. Deepak Desai. Nothing to report, sir. And uh, that brings up our uh, administrator, Mr. Ray Ward. Ray? I've got a couple of large uh, POs. Uh, first one is uh, for $19,777.70. This is for equipment for the new maintenance facility that we're building behind here. Uh, the money is appropriated and is a part of the budget of, of the uh, new building. Need a motion for approval. Motion to approve. Second. Mr. Porter. Ms. LaBarber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. The second PO is uh, for a new uh, vehicle for the fire chief. Um, what is happening, uh, vehicles are getting very scarce and very expensive. And the, we, we're really kind of behind on the sheriff cars. Um, we traded one in recently and when we just bought an Explorer, if you remember, but we still had not found a replacement for the uh, car that was totaled last October. So Chief Penny was driving a police car, essentially. The, the sheriff fleet uh, folks looked at it, said it's perfect. They could change it over to one of their cars almost painlessly. So uh, I asked the chief to go out and find a similar vehicle to the one that Chief Cooper is driving. And this is what he's found. It's on the lot. It won't be there long. Uh, the trade-in value, if you will, in this transaction is really the full price of a, a new Explorer, which is about 32000 and then you got another 4,000 or so of, of equipment. Um, so we won't have to spend that money. They'll just take uh, Chief Penny's car, and then we would like to purchase him this uh, new vehicle. So I need a, a motion I'll to make approve. A motion to approve uh, uh, the expenditure for uh, Fire Chief's new car. It, it is a 2021 Chevy Tahoe. Tahoe. <clears throat> I'll, I'll second that. I, I have a question, though. That this this is in addition to the Ford Explorer we also approved recently, or the sheets. Yes, they're two separate transactions. We traded in an old police car for the one you purchased a couple weeks ago. Okay. This one will take the place of a car that uh, was crashed. And we and we got eighteen thousand dollars from the insurance company already on that okay. one also. All right, thank you. It's just hard to find Explorers and hard to find these other cars, and we we just thought we could make this transact transaction uh, quickly, and I think it's to the benefit of the township. Okay. Mr. Porter? Uh, Ms. LaBarber? Aye. 
Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Next thing, of course, is the accounting software where we're kind of at a standstill over whether to do this. I've been talking about this for a while and wanted to formally propose it. I didn't want to do that until Mr. Porter uh, weighed in on it, so I, I'll defer to him uh, first on this this evening. Um, well, okay, thank you. Uh, a couple things. First of all, the accounting software is fundamental to the operation of, excuse me if I'm, I can't talk with this, <laughs> is fundamental to the operation of my office. Um, as you all have received, um, the draft of the um, state audit, we had a clean audit again for uh, 2018 and 2019. Now, I'm, I don't want to brag about that, but it's uh, one of a long number of clean audits, and it, that's frankly due to the hard work of uh, Debbie not me she does all the work and I just sign off on it but it is a um, it's a clean audit and it's been uh, and it was done with the existing software which we've used for at least the last 15 years that I'm aware of and um, I want to continue using that in my office we've paid for it it's working fine. There's no need for any new software. Anything that Ray wants to have done, new, you want a new, you want a new uh, fund, we can create new funds. Anything that you want done, we can do. Um, frankly, I think this talk of, a, of a new software is a solution looking for a problem. We have no problem. We get clean audits. Everything's uh, copacetic with the state auditor. If there was a problem as part of the audit process, you each received uh, a letter from the auditor saying, hey, if you know if there's a problem, please alert me. Well, if you, I, I don't know whether anyone alerted the auditor if there was a problem or not, but he certainly didn't report on there being any problem. Uh, so there's no budgetary problems in the, in the audit. There's no compliance problems in the audit. It's a clean audit. Uh, we uh, can't release it to the, it's not released to the public yet because of, uh, it's not officially been issued by the, uh, uh, the state auditor, but you all have, received directly from the auditor uh, uh, emails with the uh, with that attached so um, that's I mean that's the bottom line on that now I, I've heard comments about oh we're uh, we're we're spending over the appropriation amount um, that's against the law why is this happening well I want to give a really clear example that you all are familiar with on how this could happen there's a line item in the budget it's called administrator salary 
So when we did the um, uh, appropriations res resolution the end of last year, there was a line item, administrator's salary. Say just for way of example, $100,000. Well, in the first week of the year, the administrator is no longer with us, but we're still paying him. This is Greg. So that he still gets paid. That gets reported under administrator's salary. Well, then Ray gets hired, and he gets hired for a similar amount, $100,000. So somewhere around now, with what we paid Greg and what we're paying administrator Ray, it becomes over, we become overspent on that line item. Now, is this a crisis? Is the township going to go broke? Have we uh, uh, put ourselves in a fiscal emergency or completely out of whack? I'm not going to say that. Of course not. You guys made a decision to hire Ray, and you're still paying Greg. But we're over-appropriated. So how does that get corrected? We, somewhere along the line, when we see that in this software that we have, we come to you and say, well, this is an item that needs to be adjusted. We need to increase the appropriation because we're going to overspend based on what we had um, before. Now, you can set the software up so that it makes a hard stop when you come close to that. But we haven't done that in the past, and Ray hasn't asked us to do it with this. Our software that we have can do that, and UAN does that. Our software can do that, too. But there's no need to. I'm not going to tell you we don't have the money to pay Ray his salary. We have the money. And you all know that he has the money, otherwise you wouldn't have hired him. Or you wouldn't have agreed to continue paying Greg. You would have done something different if I would have come in here and said, hey, you're over-appropriated. We cannot pay both administrators. But I haven't done that. And that can happen in all kinds of things. It can happen, just by another example, is there's a line item, tools and equipment in, in the fire. Uh, say, in the, say we put it in the fire uh, area, tools and equipment or tools and equipment with road and bridge. So the COVID-19 uh, comes about and we have to buy much more uh, PPE, personal protective equipment. That wasn't budgeted for in, in December. We may go over on that line. When Debbie sees that, alerts me to it, alerts uh, uh, Ray to it, we'll come back to you and say, hey, things, circumstances have changed. We could not foresee this in December. We need to adjust this line. You don't want to have that not be able to be spent or until you have a meeting a month later or whatever. So that's, I, I think, you know, I, I just think this whole, th this whole discussion of the uh, financial software is ridiculous. It's my office. 
It's been working fine for a long time. It's paid for. Uh, so what you're doing, if you, if you hire, I mean, if you uh, buy another financial software, it's, un it's an unnecessary expense. You guys do the spending. You can spend whatever you want. But I don't have to use it. I'm going to continue using the software that I've been using that has turned out clean audits for a long, long time. I've been here 30 years. I was just reelected, so I guess the voters figured I was doing an all right job. And uh, I'll serve out my term and do my job the best I can. Uh, uh, honestly and with the best interests of the township residents in mind. Uh, Ray and I have a disagreement on this, that's clear, but this is my office and I'm responsible for the reporting of the financial status and compliance of the township. and. The financial software is my decision of what I want to use. And I want to continue using the software Bucks, which I have been using. And if Ray would take the time to learn it, he could have whatever he wants done. He can get whatever report he wants from me, he can get. But I know Ray has experience as a, uh, fiscal officer uh, he I don't know how his audits were I assume they were just dynamite great clean audits I don't know otherwise he got those audits I assume the same way I get it by do, using the software he was familiar with I assume he used UAN at uh, uh, Hamilton Township because that's what he's familiar with and that's what he used but this is my office, and I'm going to use what I'm familiar with, what I've been using, and what's gotten, frankly, the township excellent audits and results for decades. So I'm glad to answer any questions about, about it, but that's, that's the way I feel about it. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty adamant about it. It's my office. I'm responsible for putting these reports together, and I want to use the software I want to use to do it. And I think, frankly, even by discussing this, you're butting into the operation of my office, whereas I've stayed out of your office. You guys spend whatever you want. I'll just report it. You guys decide what you want to spend. I don't tell you how to spend money. I'll just tell you when you're overspent. And if we don't have the money, I'll let you know. But we got the money. You can, pay, you can pay Ray and we can buy the PPE. But if, we, if there ever comes a time we can't, I'll let you know. Well, there's no question we've got plenty of money. It's a question of what's legally appropriated to spend. I think that was the distinction we were making there. And there are certainly circumstances where unexpected things happen and appropriations need to be revised, which right. can occur mid-year. But the spending is supposed to happen after the appropriations revised, except in emergencies. And even then, you do a, a then and now PO, if I'm, if I'm getting the term right there, where you go back and fix it. But we haven't been doing that, is what I understand. 
Uh, but it, I, I recognize this is what you're familiar with and what you've been using. Mm -hmm. As you said, though, um, you, you gave Debbie a lot of credit, and Debbie deserves a lot of credit for right. what goes on here. Yeah, I'm not going to take credit for that. Right. The, no. the fact we got a, an excellent uh, audit is a lot of what, you know, that Debbie's here uh, eight hours a day working very hard. Absolutely. I've got you and I, we have other jobs and other responsibilities. And I'll tell you, Debbie wants to keep this software too, and well, she's the one who's going. Yes, I, I'll tell you unequivocally, Debbie wants to keep this software the way it is. Is that because you've told her to keep it? No, no I have not. I have not told her that one bit. Have and you, you and you're and and frankly, you call her. Uh, she's probably listening to this meeting tonight because she's interested. She maybe. Okay, Debbie. hi Debbie. <laughs> uh, but. You call her in the morning and you ask her directly. I mean, I've always told you guys, you talk to Debbie anytime you want, ask her for anything she wants, mm -hmm. you want from her. If you want a report on what we spend on the festival, she'll give you every dime that we spend on the festival. She always has when I've asked. Yeah, I agree. And you put together a pretty good report based on the information you got from my office. Mm -hmm. But she's the one who's using the software for yes. the part, right? Yeah. You're not using it at your office at home, are you? I am not. Do, do you ever input anything into it, or do you ask her to do it? I ask her to do it. I never, okay. I never input a thing. You know. So have I, you yourself looked at the UAN software? Yes, I have. I have looked at it recently. from when from when it first came out till recently. And what the the issue is with the UAN is I don't believe it's robust enough for our township. You, uh, Ray will tell you, 90% of the townships in the state of Ohio use UAN. I won't dispute that. It's actually 94.5%. Okay, I, I figured you knew exactly the figure, yeah. Tom. I figured yeah. you knew exactly the figure. 1,236 1, out of 1,300. And I figured you'd know exactly the figure, because that's the way you operate. And I, I applaud you for it. You do a good job. You don't leave a stone unturned. But, Neither do you. I mean, you do but, but you'll also agree that 90% of the uh, townships in the state of Ohio are much smaller than we are mm -hmm. and have a fraction of the money that we have. True. And uh, I, I'm actually, I, I really, really like township government for a couple of reasons, and I don't like to pontificate a lot but one of the reasons is it's the I'm unequivocally the most efficient form of government when you look at the size of our budget and you three guys determine how the money is spent and we got a, a, a couple of staff members here and I got Debbie in my office and we turn out a, a, a uh, audit report as clean as the one we just had um, all this gets done very efficiently. Uh, you don't get paid a lot of money. I don't get paid a lot of money. Debbie doesn't get paid a lot of money. And frankly, Ray doesn't get paid a lot of money. I think I think Ray is fairly compensated for I, what he. I, I I agree with that. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. So the bottom line is that. The township operates very efficiently without a lot of levels of um, bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that. That's why I like being a part of township government. And uh, 
I want to see that continue. But I'd, I'd really, since it's my turn to talk, I'm talking, I'm talking more than I hardly ever do, but this is something I'm pretty passionate about, as I gather you guys are familiar with, that I'm passionate about it. The, um, I lost my train of thought here. Um, I would like to see the township focus, you know, it, I gather this is almost like a special meeting to discuss about this because there, there wasn't a whole lot else on the uh, agenda. But I would like to see the township with its wealth focus on things that benefit the residents. Let's buy some sidewalks, put some sidewalks in and make it even more of a walking community. I, I walk around my neighborhood and there's areas where there's not sidewalks. I, I love seeing the sidewalks on Montgomery Road in front of the old Yavna Day School. It's Rob Firm or something else now. I think that's great. There's, there's things we could spend money on. One thing we don't need to spend money on is a new accounting system when the one we have now is working just fine. I'm very happy with it. And to spend, you know, with the six, five, six thousand dollars for a new accounting system to take the, the, the uh, staff time. Now, is that, is it me going to be learning all this over again? No, it's not me. It's Debbie. We know who it is. Take the staff time to do all that, to learn that, to get the other uh, department heads of, of familiar with the new accounting system is a waste of time. Frankly, this new accounting system is a solution looking for a problem because a problem doesn't exist and Exhibit A is the clean audit. Well, and I think Mr. Warwick has some comments about that, about discussions he had with the auditor that persuaded him to get to that point, but I'll uh, let him address well, that. Well, no, I, I, maybe I want to I uh, shortstop that a little bit. If, if Ray is taking credit for getting that a, a clean audit, I dispute that vehemently. My office contacted the auditor way before Ray ever talked to him, and it came, and that the issue that you're talking about and Ray's going to probably talk about, let me just tell you what it is. I mean, being fully out here, the, the question was with um, uh, like fire and police, you guys have known for a long time that what the levy brings in doesn't cover all the expenses of the fire and police. Where does that get made up from? It gets made up from the JEDS fund. So four years ago, before you were here, and Frank, uh, Jim was still here, but before you were here, four years, four years ago in the two audits, so that would be what, uh, 15 and 16? No, no, no. 16, 16 and 17. 17. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't here. I wasn't here. When did you come in 16? No, 18. 18. Okay. Before you were even here, Jim, then um, way, the way we took care of that was we transferred from JEDS into um, 
police and fire. We transferred money in there that we needed to make sure that it was, um, uh, that we covered what we spent. And there's plenty of money in jets. And when we transferred it into police and fire, you, when you, you can, you're allowed to spend money on police and fire out of JEDS, that's part of the enabling legislation, totally within the law. And we did, that's what we did for the two um, years before the last, the, the latest audit. Mm -hmm. We did that. Auditor never mentioned any problem with it. It's fine to do it that way. So this year, we did it the same, you know, this late, these last two years, we did it the same way. Transfer from JEDS into police and fire to cover the makeup with the shortfall is in the levy. Auditor says, don't want you doing it that way. I want you to uh, allocate directly from the JEDS to the expenses for police and fire. Mm -hmm. And he put that in the management letter, which you've all gotten. That's that's the uh, that's in the management letter comment. So that's fine. If that's the way he wants it to, us to do it going forward, now we'll we'll spend the money out of Jeds on police and fire when uh, they give us a uh, expense that needs to be paid. That's how it'll be paid. Now does does that? jeopardize the financial stability of the township if I do it that way as opposed to the other way? That's exactly what this was all about. Right. That's Is exactly that what you were referencing as needing to persuade the auditor? No, I didn't have anything to do with persuading any auditor other than talking to about the, the same thing that Rob and Mark Hurst were talking to him about. And uh, he agreed to make it a management comment, not a finding. We do both ways. Um, we we spend money as as Rob's talking about, you know, r right into their expense accounts for uh, uh, for their spending, and then we also do a transfer on the top line at the end of the year to make all those accounts whole. All of what he's saying is accurate, except you're not supposed to wait until you're over an appropriation. You're supposed to fix it as you're walking up to it. That is the proper way to do it. And that's why the federal government shuts down when they hit that point of limited appropriations until Congress appropriates more. Well, I guess they have a harder stop than we do, yeah. but uh, that mechanically is, is what's going on. And I w would offer a couple of things. When I think about this now, um, and when I was fiscal officer, I did not pick UAN. Uh, the software program was picked by the uh, finance director. Um, Can I interrupt you? One yeah. Second? I, I wanted to ask you about that particular point he was making, and then I'll, I'll okay. offer up some others. But I had a couple other questions for him I wanted to ask. Sure. I was doing that. That's okay. Um, are we paying a licensing fee or a monthly fee for bucks currently, or is yes. that what are yeah. we paying? Hmm? What are we paying? It's approximately six thousand dollars per year. Per year. Okay, I, I understood UAN maybe. They, we pay 6500 for uh, bucks. UAN will be uh, 3500 a year. And there's no upfront cost uh, to this. Other, other than if we have to bring in, you know, some temporary labor, labor to help do inputs. Okay. 
So the cost is actually less than the maintaining bucks, which is a consideration. Tom, are we really taking all this time over 3,000 bucks? Well, you, I, you I mentioned mean, there was a cost. I, I just wanted to ask that yeah, question. I, I don't mean, think it's that significant I, between the two. I, I don't. I don't either. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. the cost is a, is an issue. And there's training time, certainly. And there's training time, and there's uh, switch off time, and and probably people bringing people in for input, all of which is unnecessary. But well, and I'm not doing. I'm not using it. I'm going to continue using box. Well. I, I know there are things that the state auditor recommends for uh, the budgetary process for all, all levels of government in the state. For trustees, there's a role we're supposed to have in the budgetary process in terms of setting the budget, of course, but right. the, the auditor recommends that we monitor the budget monthly. We should get monthly financial reports that we're able to review that show estimated receipts versus actual. We, we do get reported on actual, we get reported on actual expenses, but we're supposed to be getting monthly reports on estimated also appropriations versus expenditures to track that um, outstanding purchase orders contracts and encumbrances we get new ones that come before us and we approve them but we're not getting reporting on some of these other things um, UAN from what I understand makes all that simple you push a button it spits it out and it's easy to report I, I can just, do I not, can do not, hold on not okay. just to the trustees but to the public also because I like to see us reporting these things to the public more than we're doing too and if the new software makes that simpler in the end, I know it's frustrating to make a change and we're using something that's tried and true. But, you know, I went to the car show the last weekend when we trustees were judges there. And there were beautiful vehicles there. There were some brand new things there, brand new Corvettes, state of the art with all kinds of fancy equipment and everything in it. And then the one we all ended up choosing as the winner was a 67 Maroon Corvette Stingray, which was beautiful vehicle, but you look in it and it's got these little seats with no headrests, and it's got no shoulder belts on it. It's got no airbags. It's got none of the safety equipment we have these days. And it's a perfectly serviceable, beautiful vehicle that drives along, but it doesn't have all the newer things that have arisen in the last 30 years or so. And there are some things this new software may do that I, I know it's uncomfortable making the change, but it's worth looking at at least to, to see if perhaps it would be a better service and simpler in the end for the township and the public where once everyone's trained, they're able to do these things. That's why I think it is important to look at these things, but to hear why you think it's not a bad idea too. And I, I told you before this meeting in an email, I said, I want to hear your input because I want to know why you think it's a bad idea. And in the end, I might decide it's a bad idea too. I'm not wedded either way, but Maybe you know, modernized to what most every other township's using, including most of the ones in the county and the ones that are bigger. With, with Sims is switching to it right now too. Well, Sims had a, Sims is not a good example. The one that isn't is Anderson, which is as big as us or bigger than us, and they are Bucks. They're Bucks Township on the accounting side, and they're actually yeah. using UAN on the payroll side. Is there a problem with payroll? I'm not familiar with. No, none that I know of. Either. I don't think so. Yeah. So why would we do just uh, bucks for, uh, I mean, UAN for payroll? Doesn't make, doesn't make any sense. I don't sense. know why they're doing that. I don't that know why either. I don't know why. I, I do know. I do know why. They're the only township in the state doing <clears throat> it, by the way, too. So. I do know why. I talked to Vicki Earhart, and um, the entire 25 years they've been using uh, UAN for the payroll. But they spent, she told me, a great deal of money training uh, all departments, the head of every department out there, Bucks came in at a great cost to the township, and uh, they they each have their own. So, uh, 
the maintenance department would have it, the zoning department. So they are all in tune on this, and staff knows how to use these reports. So they're all up to date with it. But they spent a great deal of money to do that. And they're all comfortable with it at this point. But just in listening to what you said, you don't know how to use it. There's one person who knows how to use it. And that's no, I believe so I'm just I'm, I'm gonna weigh in later, but I'll let you excuse me for interrupting. Yeah, no, yeah, sure. I just wanted to point well, that out. Well, but I, that's I why Anderson doesn't have right. it. Chief Penny has a very sophisticated system he's put together for use in the fire department, which uh, I don't know if you want to chime in at some point here, but it, it it's not box either. It feeds information no, to death. It's not box, but it's not to replace box. It's basically for it was it, I designed it for our use because I wanted to be able to capture the um, PO request that the firefighters put in on electronically rather than we don't want our firemen going in the box and and messing with it and I didn't want paper so the the program I built was mainly for the fire the firehouse the firefighters to request a purchase and then I approve it and then I use that program to put the information in the box I I don't get into bucks at the level that him and Debbie do. So I, I really don't, I mean, there's a lot to it that I don't use. <laughs> I mean, I just put invoices in. But um, um, the, the program that I use is, is has nothing to do with bucks, really. Okay. Um, well, those were some of the questions I had. And I mean, it's, it's good to hear this back and forth. I'd like to know why Mr. Wark thinks it's something we should move to and what advantages there are in doing that. I guess I'm, I'm reminded of, in all my private sector life, I remember when computers came and we had those big mainframes and we, we said, what are we supposed to do with that? And uh, back then there wasn't really software. When you got a mainframe, you had a person write the reports. And over time, you know, you. We moved away from mainframes and got the desktop computers that we're all familiar with today because there were software products um, that were tailor-made and uh, one of the early on products was for accounting. Um, and there were various uh, ones you could choose from and some were better than others. And the, the bucks, uh, system is older and it's more along the lines the way you have to operate it uh, along the lines of the old mainframe era if you will because you have to write those reports UAN on the other hand is kind of at the other end of this uh, evolution rainbow if you will because it is canned software and in this case it's canned specifically for townships um, because it's built around fund accounting and uh, it's ready to go. Um, I didn't pick UAN at Hamilton Township when I was fiscal officer. Uh, the admin staff did and um, it was put in and then of course I, I learned what it was all about and learned how the reports that could be used and it's just easy to use and the other side of this for me is, is, is I would like to improve the budget management of Sycamore Township. 
and this is probably just a, a kind of a thing for me coming from the private sector. Um, we have historically here not had our department heads involved in setting the budget. I'd like to have them involved in setting the budget and then I'd like them to have real-time reporting available that um, lets them know where, where, where they are. I think that's a, a, a prong of this. And what I've seen with bucks is it's harder to use. I'm sorry, but it is because you have to write a bunch of reports. Um, typically what we're getting out of bucks are um, dumps of accounting data. Uh, but it, the comparisons aren't there. It doesn't, it doesn't lock into the fund accounting that starts with a beginning reserve and, a, and, a, and an ending reserve and things of that nature. Um, I just think it would make us better operators. The state, obviously, since so many townships, practically all of them have gone on it because it, they've done a good job with it over the years. And it, uh, uh, you can even file your uh, reports uh, into the reports for audit right to the state. So it streamlines uh, many, many things. And uh, so I kind of view it that way. It's, it's, it's just a newer uh, canned, if you will, uh, program that's been written specifically for this case. And I had... I have a couple reports, and if I could go over them just briefly, just to kind of tie back to some of the things that Rob has said and, and tie back to what I'm saying about getting our management team more involved. So you have them in front of you, and Skylar, if you'll put it, put it up on the screen. Um, it, this is, uh, I, these are from Hamilton Township, and uh, just, this just happens to be March of uh, 2016. We'll just go across the top, the general funds at the top. And over in the first column is the final budgeted revenue. This would be the revenue that was certified by the county. And then what we're doing is tracking the revenue to date. And we're just looking at the, the top line there, if you will. And, it, and you see that in this instance, about $690,000 of revenue had come in uh, January <coughs> through March. So that's nowhere close to what we were expecting for the year, but that's, that's normal and typical. Um, so that kind of sets in place a quick look. And then if you look over there in the middle, final appropriations, this, this is the appropriation amount that would be certified by the board and turned in by the fiscal officer to the county. That's appropriate. Those appropriations become the cornerstone of our operating budget. And what happens is you see the prior year balance encumbrance just to the left. Actually, that's money that's been accounted to be spent in the year prior, and you can bring that forward. So that's that's what this is showing. And then the next two columns, if you go over to year-to-date expenditures, the $232,000 is what's been spent in the first three months. Just to the left of that, there's about $324,000 under encumbrances. Those are POs that are outstanding, POs that have been approved 
and are sitting there. And in many cases, you know, that's a contract to buy stuff. It's just that the money hasn't changed hands yet. So it takes into consideration all of those things and then shows us at the end of March in our general fund what the unencumbered balance is and it's 1.275 million. So that tells us we've got plenty left at this point in the year. And then it also shows us that uh, we've only spent about 13% of our appropriated amount. And then it all also shows in this particular report that we have 1.3, almost $1.4 million in the cash reserve. So not only are we nowhere near at this time of year, the appropriated amount, but we also have plenty of cash. Now, the reason I point that out is let's say we were closer and we were gonna run over the appropriated amount. That's when we would look at our cash reserve and we would come back to the board and say, hey, we didn't, we didn't budget correctly or we had some uh, uh, unique things happen. We need you to appro appropriate more in that fund and here's where it's available from the cash reserve. That's all supposed to be done proactively before we run over that number. That's the way it's supposed to work. Now, the other thing I want to point out, if you'll go down towards the bottom of this report, and you'll see if you, the, the last three lines on this report were something that, that we added because it gave a quick uh, view for uh, department heads, trustees, but this total amount was for trustees and the fiscal officer. And you can see after March, if you go down the lower left hand, bottom line, it says 25% of the year completed. Well, uh, March, it, 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 the end of March is the first quarter, so 25% of the year is now done. Then we look at the revenue and see how much of our revenue is collected. And it shows we've only collected 10.3% of our revenue. So when you look at that, you'd say, oh, wait a minute, what's going on? We're 25% through the year and we've only collected 10.3%. I'll get to that in a moment. But the other thing we can quickly look at under the year-to-date expenditures, with 25% of the year gone, we have only spent 21%. So that's pretty good. We're, that tells us we probably aren't gonna be threatening any appropriated amount at this time, at least in total. Let's flip to the next month, with the following month of this scenario. And if you go back down to the bottom again first, you'll see that now with four months, that's 34% of the year completed. And then you look at the revenue and you go, wow, it, it, we've now collected 47%. And that's because we know twice a year in a township, we get uh, a tax collection money, a tax settlement. And the first tax settlement of the year came in. So we're looking, well, we're, we're in good shape. The revenue's flowing better than, than even the, the percentage of the year. Then you go over to the year-to-date expenditures and you quickly look and go, okay, we've spent 30% of our appropriated amount, but you know we're 34% um, um, through the year. So that's just a very quick, simple look that would enable us to make the adjustments ahead. Now, what's behind every one of these accounts, of course, is a lot of sub-accounts. So the fire chief 
he's got uh, a line on here to, to run the fire department. He would have all of his sub funds because in total uh, on this one, the fire department's in, in good shape. Um, they, on this scenario, they've, uh, they've spent 32% of their money so far, 34% of the year. But he's got other accounts he's got to watch individually that could go over appropriations because we bought more tools or as, as Rob said, this PPE came on us and we're using that account. But we don't have enough money. So uh, in the perfect world, we would come to you in advance and, and put that money in. In the case of PPE, at least for us, because of all the CARES money and stuff, that's working very well because we're, we're getting, that, getting that money in. But that money, just because we received it, we can't spend it until you appropriate it. Now what we've done is a little bit backwards so far. We haven't appropriated it, but you approved a purchase order for it. We just skipped a step and we need to come back to you and, and get that cleaned up. So my point is, this gives us real-time stuff we can look at quickly and it will be much easier to get the department heads to do their own budgeting that would first get approved by myself and, and by Debbie and then it would come to you folks uh, for for uh, uh, final approval. It would come, Rob would see it before you but then we would get the go to, to, to come before you and get it appropriated. It's just more modern, it's easier to use, and it certainly would be more helpful to me and useful, I think, to the department heads to get them more involved in the budgeting and the managing of money for the township. Because the way it is now, they don't receive reports that tell them that they're threatening an appropriation level or they went over. Because historically, we've been doing, as described, we just simply do it after the fact, and and uh, most of the after effect is that 1.3 million transfer that we've done in December to go back and fix everything up. The way that the audits are done now in Ohio, they only audit the December statement. Way back, they used to, when they audited, they would go back and test throughout the year. They just don't do that anymore. Uh, in our case, if that was, if they were doing that and going back testing in prior months, they would find us out of compliance, just like we are out of compliance right now in real time. And my only point is, can it, do we have the money to fix it? Sure. It's just that what, the way it should be done is and uh, proactively before we get there. And I think that gives a better picture for the department heads to be able to better anticipate what they're trying to do for the year. And, you know, so for me, it, this, this thing's ready-made. Uh, just about everybody's using it, and it would help us manage the township better. Can a report like this be generated out of bucks? Yes. Why aren't we getting these then? If you want anything you want, yeah. you can get. I mean, I can give you a budgeted income statement any per any time you want it. Well, I, 
I do think we should be getting that monthly, whether it's from Buck, some other system, or whatever. I, I know the reporting we get, for example, we get a check register, which when I started a few, you know, several months ago was this long spreadsheet that, frankly, I had to do a lot of Excel Kung Fu on to make it readable to distill it down to what the checks were. I, I talked with Debbie, though, and Debbie's very good about working yeah. to a better report. We yeah. now have what I think is a better if you report, want to, at least, If you want a report that looks like that, I guarantee you Debbie can manufacture a report that looks like that for you. But we, don't, we don't need to have an, a different accounting system to get a budgeted income statement in any time you want. You want it a month, you want it six months, or, you know, as much as you want it, you can have it. But remember, one of the things I said here is one of the advantages of a township is we don't have a full finance, we don't have a finance director, we don't have an assistant uh, to the assistant uh, 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 to the fiscal officer, you know. We have a large budget and we can generate any kind of reports you want. But as I said, I'd like to see us spending money on something other than bureaucrats generating reports. Sure, absolutely. And I'd like to see our management in the different departments here have the information they need readily at hand. Okay. And I, I would and just ask, I would ask Ray, if he wants a report from Debbie, ask her for it. And we'll get, this is not a hard report to put together on box. Have you asked for a report like this? Yes. And what's the result then? I get, when I first got here, that, that this is what I did. We had the guy from Bucks come in, and I gave him these examples. I said, is, "Can Bucks do something like this?" And he did one or two tries, and they they weren't even close. And then we just stopped on it because we have to. It, and just through that experience, I thought, well, maybe it's time to go to something new because he's going to have to write what already exists, and it cost us extra money when he has to, you know, write another report. So for me, I'm thinking the money that we would spend to have him write these reports um, uh, are already available in UAN that, that for a yearly cost is cost less anyway. And ultimately, the people using these numbers, you're, you're in charge of reporting these numbers in terms of keeping these numbers and certifying these numbers, but the people using these numbers are the trustees in making decisions and the department heads in knowing what they've got, what they've got to plan for, and so forth. So it's it's not just you. It, it's all of I, I, I agree. Can I, I touch on that for a second? As a department head, I don't want you to think we're just out there spending money not knowing what we're spending. Oh, no. Because that's not, not the way it is. Yeah. You know, before we put numbers together as department heads, we would give it to the administrator. So we know what we're going to spend about in a year. Now, obviously, we don't have, neither one of us have levies that cover our expenses. You know, we're, we're basically out of money in maintenance before we put a shovel in the ground due to personnel costs. You know, we don't have a levy. We have some inside millage of your gasoline tax, motor vehicle funds, road and bridge. That doesn't go far. But we would give it to uh, Greg, who would then work with Debbie. So we don't necessarily know, or I don't necessarily know, the encumbrance, exactly what line item or fund they took it out of, but our budget would be put together and we work from a PO system. So I know how much I have to work with tools and, 
and equipment. I know how much I have to work on capital. I know how much to work on parts. So I work out of that. We've never, I've never exceeded those numbers. So we're not just spending money not knowing what we're spending. I just want you to know that. <laughs> and I'm not suggesting you are either. That's not the point of this. Right. So we do have a better handle on reporting and forecasting and figuring things out so that if and when we have a parks budget and or a recreation budget, for example, also, we've got our planning going in that and we know how to do this forecasting and we can keep an eye on what we're supposed to be keeping an eye on because the citizens put their trust in us mm -hmm. to keep track of these numbers and make sure we're not going beyond our legal authority in terms of what we've appropriated or our checkbook which fortunately is not a problem here because there's plenty of money uh, in the checkbook tom i can assure you we can put together reports out of bucks that'll give you what you want but is, is the time and putting that together based on race, I, I, talking with the Bucks people themselves, it sounds like that may take longer well, than I, 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 I could dispute about Ray's involvement with Bucks. I, I've heard stories about his involvement with Bucks. I don't want to say, you know, that he, he tried to learn it and couldn't learn it or whatever. I don't know that he tried to learn it, okay? I think with the the situation is Ray did not put together the appropriations resolution for this year. I think understandably maybe he's frustrated by that. He didn't put it together. It was put together by Greg. He's going to have the opportunity this December to put together in conjunction with the fire and the maintenance and all the other departments what he wants to spend. On, uh, on the appropriations. When he gives that to me and Debbie, and you guys pass it, we'll put it in the, in the that'll be the appropriations resolution for 2021. And you can have any report of spending against that anytime. You can have it monthly. You could have it after every check run. We can put those reports together for you against every any line item that you want. Typically, as Ray said, they only, you know, we can come back and uh, appropriate uh, and make it right. Like the example I used with the administrator salary, that was busted as of week one. Now you guys could have said, well, we're going to bust this up week one of 2020. Let's make a new appropriations, but that that wasn't done then. And, and you wouldn't have known that you needed to do that under any kind of system because you still were underneath the amount that was uh, appropriated for the whole year. Uh, it was 100,000 and maybe you spend 10,000 in, uh, in January, well under. But as you get closer, and UAN has a hard stop, Bucks has a hard stop. If you want us to have a hard stop, I don't recommend that. Get me? I don't recommend it because you can have a hard stop and then people don't get paid, whether a vendor or, or a, a person uh, personnel, because you've exceeded the uh, the appropriation. Are we running payroll through bucks? We are, are running payroll through bucks, I believe. Yeah. No, no. Pay You're pay core. We have pay core, but pay it's reported on bucks. It's just journal entries. It's your. So if we were to put a hard stop in place, even in the current software, payroll would still get paid? 
No, if we put a hard stop oh, in, which I, hard I, stop. They, we, then we have to have the ability to see where we're at. Yeah. And if we're going to come up on a hard stop before we ever get there is when we would come to the board and ask for a um, uh, more money to be appropriated. It's and we'd be able to plan ahead with... That, yes, like and that's the way it's supposed to work. And we'd be able to do that with bucks, too. So I'm sorry, go ahead. In regards to uh, Tracy, uh, I thought the appropriation was something like 800000 and then it all went to, to one project. No, that's what that started. But am I looking? Am I that, that, the right language? That's coming up next year. Uh, next year, okay. But we haven't done the budget yet. We'll. Ray will have the opportunity to do his uh, his appropriation, his budget, so to speak, mm -hmm. in December. And I, as I say, I'm fine. You know, that's your guys' decision. I don't mess with your decisions. I just want to be able to do my job which I, I think I've done a pretty good job over 30 years, or at least the voters have thought so. And I want to continue to be able to do my job with the equipment that I want to use, with the personnel I want to use. I don't want, I don't want to have a whole bunch of other staff people in my office. I mean, I take as many as you want to allocate to me, but I think we work very efficiently with what we have. And we can put together reports that you want, just with however many you want, however often you want them, it can bog things down. There was a time here that there was a lot of, um, shall I say, public records requests, which we have to honor, and we um, we fulfill the best of our duty, our best of our way, public records requests. Something we want to know what we spent on, whether it's you guys or a, a member of the community. We want to report that to them, and we do report that to them. But that takes personnel time to get to go through and find out what they want to look and see what they want to see and get to them what they want to see. But it can be done. Consider with more modern software, that may take less it, time. This is very time. modern software. This, this, Bucks has been around as long as U, UAN has been as around as long as uh, as Bucks, and they all update all along. Well, if, if, if that's the case, though, in the marketplace of Ohio townships, why does one so because the other? Because most Ohio townships are very small rural townships, and if that was the case here, I would be much more receptive to UHN. I mean, I'm UAN. Rob, that's not the case here. Rob, so yes. it sounds to me like this all started when we had a couple of funds that we went over in, and the concern was raised about going over in those two funds. And what I'm hearing you, what I'm hearing Ray saying is we need to be more proactive to be able to know when those funds are about to exceed their limit. And what I thought I heard you say was, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought I heard you say that we can do that with bucks. We can put warning signals in that say, hey, you're at 25%, you got 25% left or, or you're, you're, approaching, you're approaching going over and you can either do a hard stop or not a hard stop, but you can give us, the <coughs> bus will give us warnings to let us know if we've exceeded that. And it sounds like if you can do this kind of report with bucks, we would already know that anyway. Yes, that, that's true. The, the problem with, and, and Ray alluded to it, and 
I think Ray and I maybe are thinking along the same lines. We both we both know what we're talking about. We've both been fiscal officers, and we both know finances. So what happens is townships only get a real hit of money two times a year. Like in, uh, we haven't gotten this, the um, you know the second half yet. So we're a little little light on revenue right now is is that a problem is that something you would see that maybe in if you did it every month and looked at it you'd say oh my god look at how low revenue is and and we spending this much well that's why we wait until later in the year when all our we've got a pretty good idea where all our revenue has come in we've gotten the first half and the second half taxes We've gotten payments for um, medical um, uh, reimbursement for the fire company. All this revenue funds that we have coming in, we've got an idea of what actually has come in. And that may be more important than ever this year because of COVID and what's going on at the town center and people not working and, and uh, people not paying their rent and vacant storefronts we may very well have to come back to you and say hey revenue is is low and we need to uh you know transfer something here or there and you'll have plenty of time to do that and we'll hopefully you will do that you when i say that and ray says to you hey we need to transfer some money from here to there because it came in less than we thought or we spent more than we uh had initially appropriated and uh let's get this right and that's and we can do that with bucks and we can do that with uan and well it seems yeah. we're not doing it proactively now which was well we're not doing it we're not doing it every month but if you want it every if you want something that looks like that uh, a broad category this is very broad categories and like you said we can get down to very slip mm. subcategories well, I, I, I mean, see this at least monthly, whatever it's coming out of, but it, here's here's a suggestion. I understand that Sims Township, as we mentioned, is switching over to UAN from Bucks currently. No, they're or, uh, from OTAS. From OTAS, excuse me. So they're switching over, though, to UAN. They, they extended an offer to us, didn't they, to let Debbie tag along for some of the training. Is that offer still out there, or have they been well, past that point? Yeah, no, because they're, they're ahead of us now. So they're already passed. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that but there's plenty since it's so widely used there's plenty of people that say hey if you want to come over and look at this yeah or um and, and back when uh township did it uan didn't have the support staff they have now yeah. now you just call them up and they take over the computer and show you what to do mm -hmm. um back then we had to rely on our neighbors that already had it mm -hmm. and uh they were very very helpful well my suggestion is since debbie campbell is the primary user of this anyway and the one who's most involved with working with it let's let her have an exposure to it and see it why don't we what she why don't i make a suggestion why don't you ask her what she thinks well i, I mean i mean we, you talk to me and you talk to ray but ask debbie what she thinks happy to do that but she may not know what she thinks without being exposed okay to I, I i have no yeah. objection to her uh being exposed to it yeah. uh, that that's fine yeah, I just don't mask or whatever, so yeah <laughs> I just don't want 
you guys to call a special meeting here and make a decision on switching a, uh, a software system where you haven't talked you haven't talked to a lot of people the only person you people you talked to is Ray and me and we are definitely at odds on this there's no question well, about that issue you are you yeah on, on everything else though I think you're on board uh, yeah you know and, and the point here is this is a preliminary discussion about should we even look at this and I think there is reason to look at it and there's reporting that you know I hope we can start getting right away I hope this isn't a six-week project for Debbie to have to key up some sort of report like this to do this out of box but it's worth looking at the other options. If, that, if that's what it is it's a preliminary thing you want to have her talk to her you want to uh, look at other um, uh, see what we can come up with with bucks here on this I got no problems with a preliminary discussion on it I just you know I've just seen how things tend to happen around here there's a special meeting called and next thing I know before I have a chance to weigh in on it there's a decision made no, and especially no when there was no decision made there was no decision yes. made. Well, I'm, I'm saying I made there a chance. No decision made. There's no decision made. Yeah. And if you don't make one here tonight, I'm fine with that. And find a, dis a find a, have you look into it more. And I suggest you do. Yeah, I, I, we want to find the best thing that works the best for the township, for everyone involved in working in the township building, and for the trustees who need the information here, and for you who needs to manage the information. And so it's worth right. looking at this other option because, I mean, Yes, most are smaller, but 94% of the townships plus out there have made this decision, and that doesn't mean they're right. The right. majority isn't always right on making decisions like that. Well, it's, and especially when we're, we're frankly a unique township. But we are. We're a very unique township, and to, to try and put us into the, uh, buttonhole us into Hamilton Township or uh, some of these smaller rural townships, mm -hmm. it just is not going to work here. Sure. And so... Do some more uh, investigation on it and uh, see what you find out. If I may, if I may weigh in, uh, I did do uh, a number of phone calls on uh, earlier this week. I called uh, Columbia Township, Kimberly Gray, 22 years she's been in, in this business. UAN, everything is much easier. Reports to the trustees, software is excellent. Had classes and training, does payroll, taxes, online taxes, federal, state, very, very happy with it. Delhi Township, Jack Cameron, administrator, could talk with him. Great because, number one, it integrates with the Ohio State Auditors Program. It is coded the way they want to see it. They won bucks and glad they switched. UAN speaks the language inexpensive he said 375 a quarter i believe that's 375 a month Colwing township jeff mills administrator he's been using uan since 2012 maintained by the state auditor familiar with it gets reports very quickly said keeps us out of trouble built-in fail safes can't sign a po that won't allow you because you don't have the funds it's inexpensive it is a workhorse Anderson Township, I mentioned, talked to Vicki Earhart, they just use it, as I mentioned before, for payroll, but they spent a great deal of money with Bucks training everybody in the staff a number of years ago, so they all have access to it, they know how to use it, inside and out. Uh, then yesterday I talked with Springfield Township, Kim Cox, the finance director, UAN is great, keeps us in compliance, will let you spend more than you have, wonderful checks and balances. She's been in government 15 years, fabulous system, best support, actually takes over. 
she said if you, you call them, they come in online from wherever they are, and they take over the cursor and straighten it out for you. And she would give me the lady's name, Trina. She said she's the lady with UAN that we talk with, and she's wonderful. Green Hills Village, Deborah Heimer, administrator there, worked for the city of Hamilton for many years, it was like over 20 years. She retired, and uh, she said during that time, they, they changed the system a number of times. Uh, she's retired, then all of a sudden she got hired by Green Hills Village a couple of years ago, and she started, and she had to learn UAN this new system all over again, user-friendly. You can access a lot of reports, very easy. Support system, everybody said this. Everybody raved about the support system. You can get it uh, six days a week. They're there on Saturday. And it, during the critical time of the year when you need the audits at the end, they're there even longer hours, and they will help you. And she said it's very good, knowledgeable people to help you. It's a quick learn. Everything is laid out. All balances, monthly reconciliation reporting, and she highly recommends UAN, and that's some of the people I talk with. So uh, it's just it's gotten rave reviews from the people yeah, I talk uh, with. Jim, that's all well and good, but this is my office. I'm given Bucks rave reviews, and I've got the audits to prove it. And you're saying you want reports i'm saying i can give you those reports well, why haven't you why, why haven't you, you haven't asked for them. anything you've asked for well, 30, years, out of 30 my years from when you come in with was a, a little post you, you haven't asked me for anything specific if ray asked for something specific we give it to him well, and that's he asked for this though and the bucks people couldn't even figure well, it out and he asked 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 he couldn't get it well, let's see if we can come up with that, okay? If that That's the first I've seen of this. Mm -hmm. And then um, the SIM situation is kind of a special situation. They had a, a problem with the fiscal officer over there. Uh, I don't want to, well, I don't know. I don't, from scratch, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know what the circumstances were over in SIMS, but there was a problem because I've talked to them too. And so there's a there's different circumstances in all these examples that have been put out here. So I'd like to weigh in on this. Um, so I know uh, I don't think this decision needs to be made by uh, by a survey of other townships because every township is a little bit different. And so we need the software that meets the needs of Sycamore Township. Uh, so for me to for anyone to suggest that it's a good idea because you got a survey of 20 townships and they all said oh I love this software it's just great is that a good reason to go buy new software for me it's not I don't know maybe it is for somebody but it's not for me number one number two um, Rob Porter is our duly elected fiscal officer the, the voters in November spoke and they spoke clearly that they rewarded him with another term because of the excellent job he's done for 30 years with audits here. Um, he has a fiduciary responsibility in the requirements of the state auditor to meet the state auditor's requirements to report the finances of this township. He's done an exemplary <coughs> job of that. Um, he's, he's clear with the fact that the one person that wants to use this software or that has to use the software is Debbie. And Debbie doesn't want to change. And so 
for us to suggest that we know more than the person who uses this software daily would be a mistake, I think. And so, I mean, I like this report. I certainly do. I think it's great. If if this can if Bucks can do this, that's great. I mean, one of the big concerns was putting a stopgap in place to ensure that we didn't go over. And you're telling us that Bucks can do that. We haven't done it in the past, but we could do that, and I think that's a good idea as well. So we so we with the exception maybe not stopgap but actually to stop spending but to give us a warning in advance that we know hey you are approaching a limit and you have to reappropriate additional money to make it work i think that's great it can it, tom it, it can do that we haven't done it in the past but if that's what you guys want we can do it i I would recommend you go with the warning option as opposed to the stop pay sure. uh, stop payment option because for a lot of the reasons that we've already touched on, namely the money comes in at different times and uh, you know it might the money might not be there but we're going to get it next month and you don't you want to stop and not pay somebody because you're approaching it. Well, yeah. Well, there's a difference between the yeah, balance I know, and there, the appropriation. There is. It's a question of hitting the appropriation, not the balance. Right. So well, it, it can happen with appropriation, <coughs> like with the example with Ray. You get you running up. You know, you're paying Greg and you're paying uh, Ray, and you're exceed, you exceed your exceed your uh, appropriation, and you stop. We want to keep paying Ray. He's he's done the work. He deserves his pay. You put a stop in there, and that can happen with. Uh, uh, suppliers and everything else and you don't necessarily want to have that yeah, I, I'm not proposing that we put a stop in but if we have fair warning that we need to reappropriate that to ensure that we stay positive do. I think that's great and fair warning if us can, can do. do that then I think we ought to try to implement some of these things some of the some of the uh, capabilities of bucks that we have not used perhaps we should implement some of those so we can use them so that uh, we get the maximum amount of the software we have so I, Lastly, I just want to say, I'm not the fiscal officer, and Rob Porter is. And I'm not going to tell Rob how to do his job. Uh, far be it from me, because I would not do a very good job. If I was Debbie, I, you, you'd be firing me in a heartbeat, because I wouldn't probably wouldn't be doing a very good job. So I'm not going to tell Rob how to do his job, and I'm certainly not going to tell Debbie how to do her job. And if Rob, this is a decision by Rob Porter because he is the duly elected fiscal officer. This is what the this is what the residents of Sycamore Township wanted. They wanted him in position. He meets all the statutory requirements. Um, I would just say that if we have the capability of uh, adding some additional reports, as some of the, some people have suggested or asked for, and we can do that with bucks, let's do it. Let's see what happens instead of uh, instead of trying to. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I mentioned I mentioned when we had lunch on January 8th, I said, I'm going to give you one word of advice. In just because Hamilton Township does something differently than us doesn't mean that we're doing it wrong, number one. And number two, my biggest advice was, let's not try to fix something that's not broken. And I think Rob has a pretty legitimate point. I think maybe we're trying to trying to find a solution to a problem we don't even have. So I would rather take the buck system, which we, we know how to operate, Debbie wants to use. Let's see if we can generate these reports that we're looking for. Let's see if we can put these stops in place or these warnings in place to ensure that we don't overspend our appropriations. And 
if it doesn't work, then we have a great dis we have a great reason to have another discussion. But I don't think we've given Rob the direction we're looking for to do these reports and put some of these stop gaps in place to ensure that we can accommodate what we what we need with the existing software that we have. And so, I mean, I'm. I'm going to always yield to the fiscal officer because the residents of Sycamore Township appointed him to that position and he's done an exemplary job over 30 years and far be it from me to suggest that I know more about accounting software than he does or that Debbie does especially. So I'm all done. And nobody's trying to usurp your authority, Rob, as to this. I mean, I want everybody on board with something that works best for us. If that's bucks in the end, great. If it's UEN in the end, that's great. If it's some third thing we've never thought of, that's great. But I, I'm pleased that you're willing to let Debbie be exposed to UAN to take a hard look at it to see. You may oh, I've always you recommend. Oh, I've, I always yeah. have been. Yeah, well, good. So, I mean, Ray, you're here day to day. I'm not because I'm like Rob. I'm out there in the real world lawyering too during the day. Will you work with Debbie? And I'm happy to join in in the conversations if needed. But let's get her exposed to usage of UAN so she can get a perspective of how things work in it as opposed to bucks so that she'd have some valuable input there and it may be she says i hate this or she may say oh you know what this works better we'll yeah that's easy. You know, easy done easy done if she wants to do in it. life you, know, you go through changes you know whatever you do there's a new job there's uh i just got a new phone i had to i had to go on uh, go on youtube and figure out how to, how to use this phone but when i see an email you're talking about Debbie, that Debbie's, Debbie's really the person because you don't even know how to use Box. You can't get into Box and use Box. So you have no idea. But you just know the reports it gets. UAM will give you those same reports and then cost us a lot less money. The big problem is Debbie learning a new system. But when you send an email that goes to everybody in the, in the, all, the all the department heads and everybody here, I will not use this, I'm just quoting what you said the other day, I will not use this software and I will not sign any check to pay for this unnecessary expense. Due to the environment in the office, I'm inclined to have Debbie work from home pending further notice. Rob Porter. If I'm Debbie, I'm probably a nervous wreck because this I is a new system I have to do. Because you've created a crisis. Instead of so. sitting down... I d I Let me go back over three Jim. emails. I didn't create the crisis. Said. I think somebody else created the crisis. Well, let's let's 1.3 million at the end of the year we have to move over. Let's get stuff organized ahead of time. This is a system that will do that. And Jim, Jim frankly, you know nothing about this. And you system. don't either. I know you, a hell of a lot well, more about it than you do. But I'm saying look at this, what's going on. Why can't we move into something that's 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 a better system. It, 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 I, I agree. He is going to be exposed to it, and he's allowing her to do that. He's got no qualms with her doing that, rather. And Mr. Warwick is going to work with Debbie on that as well. I'll work with her. Let's figure out what works best, and then we revisit this at that time. And let's put aside any bickering over who's upset about what. Fair enough. And I think the next item on the agenda is the fiscal officer reporting communications. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Desai. Tonight I have no communications. Trustee comments uh, we're not going to taste of Belgium, the Sycamore Township. They're opening at the Kenwood Square in the former Ruby Tuesday space at 7800 Montgomery Road, and they are interviewing future employees this week. Mr. Weeman? Uh, I get nothing from uh, more than that I got on Tuesday. Mr. James. Uh, just a few things. 
having every meeting reminder now, if you haven't responded to the census yet, please do so. Time's running out, and it's important we have a good count of who's here in Sycamore. And I'd just like to express uh, prayers and good wishes for the governor, who has tested positive now for COVID-19. Hopefully it's a false positive. He's asymptomatic. Hopefully no one around him is exposed as well. But we certainly, as a board, I'm sure, wish him good health, too. Amen. Announcement changes for scheduled meetings, events without changes. See our calendar on our township webpage. Motion to adjourn. Do we have a motion to adjourn? Second. Good evening and thank oh, you. Stay uh, safe. All those in favor? Aye. Thank you.